Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode number 62 of the Website Coach Podcast. In this week's episode, I'm taking you behind the scenes in my business. We're going under the bonnet, so to speak. Hopefully not getting too oily. (laughs) But I'm going to share one of the systems that I use, a CRM, which stands for Client Relationship Management Tool. I'm going to talk about how I use the one that I use, which is called Dubsado. There are many other CRMs, and I'll touch on those too. But I'm hoping that by talking about how I used Absardo, it might help you think about how you can improve your systems, potentially using a CRM, or if you already use one, using it better. Something which I certainly could use Absardo more than I'm doing so at the moment. And I'm going to touch on that as well. And CRMs are useful for all service-based businesses. Many of my clients use them, from wedding cake makers, to photographers, to business coaches. And there are even some CRMs designed for specific industries. So, what is a CRM? (laughs) And that's what I want to touch on first of all. I want to tell you what it does, what you can use it for, and what it can't do. So, CRM stands for Client Relationship Management, as I've already mentioned. So, as the name suggests, a CRM is a tool for managing the relationship between you and clients. Of course, it doesn't actually manage the relationship. You've got to do that. But it's a tool to assist in the client relationship. And it's a bit of a misnomer calling it a client relationship management tool because it can actually start earlier than that, before somebody becomes a client. And at its most basic, it's basically a database. It's a way of storing information about each client in an organised way. But most CRMs allow you to do so much more than that. So I use a CRM called Dubsado. It's a family-run firm started five or so years ago by a husband and wife team. They still run it. This is not a massive business like somebody like HubSpot is. It's based in the US, but it's got customers all over the world. And it's a really popular CRM for small businesses. And in fact, there aren't many businesses which now make a living from helping people set up um, Dubsado and run it much more efficiently. And there are many VAs in the UK that are very familiar with Dubsado. I've been using it for over three years now. Um, I actually set it all up myself, which is possibly why it's not quite as good as it could be. But it has transformed my business processes. I'm going to talk about how in a moment. But what I will say is it saved me so much time. So if you are interested in saving time and getting more done, then listen up. And if you want to try Dubsado, you can currently get a free trial for three projects. Beyond that, you need to pay. I've got an affiliate code. Uh, The link is in the show notes, but it's beyondthekitchentable.co.uk slash Dubsado. Dubsado is spelled D-U-B-S-A-D-O. And that gives you 20% off. And I also expect, as I record this, for them to have 
um, some Black Friday offers, which will give you further discounts. So watch out for those because that's partly why I've recorded this episode at this particular time, knowing that they normally run a Black Friday offer. And in fact, when I signed up, um, when I signed up, it was cheaper than it is now. Um, but I also got a Black Friday offer. And they are um, very good in that they uh, honour the price at which you sign up for your grandfathered at that price, presumably forever. So I want to talk about how it helps me. And there are a number of different ways that I'm going to go through. The first is scheduling calls. When I started working as Beyond the Kitchen Table, I had my phone number on my website and I carried my phone around with me at all times. This meant any potential client could call me at a time when it was convenient to them. Not always convenient to me. Um, I do remember taking one call by the side of a swimming pool as my children were about to finish their swimming lesson. And say, not particularly convenient for me. And of course, not all clients leave a message if you don't answer, or indeed if you're on the phone. Some will call someone else and just forget about you. And even if they do leave a message, you can quickly find yourself in the game of phone ping pong. I know we've all been there. And the problem with putting my phone number on my website was I found I had more calls from people trying to sell me things than I had client calls in those early days. So that didn't really work. Since I started to use Dubsado, I now have a book a call button on my website. So this allows a potential client to see my availability and schedule a time that's convenient for them. And it means I don't have to have my phone number displayed on my website. And it also means I can turn my phone off when I need to concentrate without risking missing a call from a potential client. And it allows me to ask some questions ahead of the call. Now, making somebody ask, answer 50 questions before they can have a call with you will put them off. <laughs> so I only have a few. Promise it's not many. So I ask, for example, their name, which means that I have the correct spelling too. Sometimes I have to check on the call how you say it, but at least I've got the spelling. Uh, their phone number, their email, the service they're interested in, their business and their current website address if they have one. And this allows me to be prepared for the call. If they have an existing website, I'll always look at it. And I also ask on this form how they found me. Because you really need to track which forms of marketing are working best. Scheduling calls via Dubsado also allows me to offer Zoom. And I prefer Zoom to a phone call because I can show things on the screen, like examples of other websites I have created. And I like to see potential clients' faces too. And the other benefit is that that information that they put on that initial form, say not too much information, is captured in my CRM. I can add call notes in there too. Although, I must admit, I don't usually. I, I really should do that. <laughs> and it means that I'm not relying upon scribbles on scraps of paper. Lots of CRMs have schedulers built into them. You can also use a scheduler like Calendly or Acuity Scheduling to get these kind of benefits. And I highly recommend you do so. So if you're not ready for a CRM, definitely go down the route of a scheduler. So using the scheduler has saved me and potential clients time. There's no more back and forth with missed calls. It allows me to concentrate on my website design work when I need to without interruptions from my phone. 
It's allowed me to prepare for the calls, which means I come across as more professional and organised. No more calls from a swimming lesson. And it means the potential client can choose Zoom or a call. And it enables me to capture key information from potential clients in a central place, which is really useful if they come back months later, as some inevitably do. And I was trying to think of the downsides to having a scheduler, and I can only think of two. One is, any potential client who wants to talk to me then and there can't. And to be honest, often a client who really needs to talk to you then and there, rather than organising a call for, say, later that day, I'm not sure I necessarily want those. (laughs) And the second is that I must ensure my electronic calendar is kept up to date so potential clients can't book a call when I'm not available. And yes, human error has meant that occasionally clients have booked calls when I'm not available and I've had to go back and apologise and ask them to reschedule. But overall, this is a really helpful feature. The second is contracts. Before I used Dubsado, I used to manually put together each contract for a client. Now, I spent a lot of time and money working with a lawyer to get a contract that was right for my clients. One that's fair and understandable, because I don't believe in legal jargon. I don't believe in any jargon. (laughs) But when it came to putting one together for an individual client, I would take the last client's contract, make a copy, add in the new details for the next client, uh, read it through, just check that I hadn't made any errors, PDF it and email it to them. And that actually used to take me a couple of hours each time. Whereas now, I add the client's address to Dubsado, already got the other information, like the correctly spelled name. I click to add the contract, which takes the original template, so the one that was written by a lawyer. I can then make any edits needed. So, for example, if a client's asked for extra pages or functionality, and then save it. I then just email the link to the client. They can sign it electronically, or sometimes a client might print it out, manually sign it and send it back to me, and I can then countersign it electronically. It's then kept on file, if you like, in Dubsado, so I can easily find it again when I need to. There are other specialist services that allow you to electronically email contracts to clients for signature, like DocuSign, I think, is a popular one. But I like the fact this is all in one place. And I also like the fact it autofills a client's details. So I think contracts alone, and it was contracts which actually caused me to sign up for Dubsado in the first place, I think it saved me one to two hours per client. That's a lot of time throughout the year. Time that I can spend on other things, like marketing my business, spending time with my family, or scrolling through Instagram. The third feature I want to talk about is invoicing. Now, I do not use Dubsado for invoicing very much anymore. I use my accounting software for most clients because it reconciles with my bank account. While some accounting software, like I think QuickBooks and Xero, do reconcile with Dubsado, I use FreeAgent, which can only be reconciled using Zapier. And I slightly prefer the way FreeAgent does the invoicing, so I use that rather than Dubsado. However, I used to use Dubsado when I was using more basic accounting software. It's really easy to set up an invoice, 
client name and address is already in there. You can have standard packages. You don't need to input the same data each time. It links to PayPal and Stripe, so clients can easily pay by credit card or PayPal balance. And if you want clients to pay via bank transfer, um, you do have to add bank details separately. Um, and then you either need to manually mark it as paid or rock and sign it via your accounting software. Now, Dubsado is not a substitute for good accounting software, but it can be used pretty well for invoicing. And it doesn't matter that I no longer use this feature. Dubsado is still valuable to me without it. Which brings me on to one of Dubsado's best features, in my opinion, which is forms. When a client signs up to my bespoke website design package, I send them an initial questionnaire. I set this up in Dubsado and it takes a single click to add this to a client's project. It personalizes it for me, so it addresses them by name, and I can edit the form if I want to. I, I must admit, I don't tend to. All clients get the same questionnaire. Now you can get very fancy with the Dubsado forms. I think, as I mentioned earlier on, there are people who make a living doing bespoke Dubsado forms or templates of forms. And mine's pretty basic in design. <laughs> Redoing these is on my rather long to-do list. These forms are definitely one of the best things about Dubsado. So I send this questionnaire to the client. They fill it in. They can save it as they go. And Dubsado notifies me when the client has submitted it. The answers to this questionnaire form the basis of the initial designs I give the client. They ask me about their ideal client, their business, other websites they like, and what they like about them, and other websites they don't like, and obviously what they don't like about them, plus their fonts and colours, etc. And once the form has been submitted, it's saved within that client's project, so I can easily find it. I can also download it. And at the end of a website build, client another questionnaire, asking for feedback and a review. These questionnaires are equally valuable because they help me improve my business and give me a testimonial that I can use and help me understand what my clients are looking for. And again, these are stored within that client's project so I can easily find them. And having these forms on Dubsado means that they integrate really easily into my processes. So it's really easy to send a client that form at the beginning of a project and it's really easy for, them, for me to send them the other form at the end of a project. I want to talk about other services next. So I offer a few different services like Power Hours, which I don't really promote, <laughs> which I've set up on Dovzado. So somebody who wants Power Hour with me, when they have the link, they can see my availability. They can book in the time that's convenient for them. And obviously I can set it so that I need some notice because I need more than half an hour's notice if somebody's going to do a Power Hour. Um, they can fill in the form for that service, giving me the information I need, and they can pay. <clears throat> and they can do all of that without me having to do anything other than set it up in the first place, send them the link, and then turn up at the allotted time, prepared. Even blocks out my diary so I can't double book. It saves me so much time and admin. I use Dubsado for podcast guests too. I just send them the link and they book a convenient time. And all of these services, and indeed the initial call, 
they've all got different forms because obviously I need different information. They've got different, well, settings. So you can choose which times of the week you'll do different services. So for example, I do podcast interviews on two particular days of the week, Wednesdays and Fridays usually. You can choose how much notice you need and how many of each you'll do each day. And you can also add in buffers so that it blocks out your diary around each appointment. It's really very clever. So the sixth feature that I want to talk about is data. Any form of electronic record keeping allows you to see useful stats, which of course is heaven to data geeks like myself. Data, the reason I love data so much, other than just generally being a geek, is that it helps you to understand what's working and what's not. So, of course, you can do more of what works. So one thing which I keep a close eye on is where my clients find me. I ask them on that initial form when they book that first call with me. Now, sometimes it's a bit complicated. I think, I found you through a networking group, been following you on Instagram for years, and you did my friend's website, could probably do with its own category. But (laughs) you do get a good overall picture of which sources of marketing translate into actual revenue. Not just likes, follows or engagement, revenue. And if you use Dubsado invoicing, you can see the revenue each month. I can see that with my accounting software anyway. And also the amounts for different categories of revenue. You can even list clients by highest to lowest revenue over a time period. So you can see which are your best clients. Seventh area is records. So one of the really helpful things about any CRM is that it holds the data on each client in a central location. You can give team members logins too if you want them to have access. I don't, it's just me. Dipsada can hold whatever information you want it to hold. If you use it for invoicing, then it's got the amount invoiced and paid for each client. You can add notes of calls, etc. with each client. You can also have different stages of projects so you know where each client is. And to be honest, I just use it for the basic data, plus the contract and the questionnaires which means that I can find those really easily. I wouldn't really want to rely upon my um, other electronic filing systems. <laughs> the eighth area is something called a client portal. So Dubsado has this thing called client portals. And this allows clients to log in and see their forms, invoices, etc. And you can email each other. Now, I don't use it. Maybe I should take a proper look at it and see if it could be useful. And that might be the subject of another episode. The ninth feature is workflows and tasks. These are other Dubsado features which I do not use. So you can track your time in Dubsado. I use Toggle instead. Um, You can set workflows that, for example, send specific emails when other things happen. So, for example, when a client signs a contract, it could send them the new client questionnaire automatically. And I know a lot of businesses use this and find it really helpful. And it's another feature I might look into when I have the time. And you can have a task list, which I guess is a to-do list, but I still prefer pen and paper. So as we get to the end of this episode, I just want to wrap up by saying I might not use all of the features, but I use the ones that I find most helpful and I get enormous value from it. 
So Dubsado helps me be more organised. It saves me time. And it makes me and my business look more professional. Ultimately, these all help my clients too. It was a significant investment in my business when I started using it, but one that was very worthwhile. There are lots of CRMs. If you don't use one, then I do recommend at least taking a look. So as well as Dubsado, there's Zoho, 17 Hats, Flutio. I did actually have quite a good look at Flutio and I nearly moved to Flutio a while ago, but I just couldn't be bothered to try and set it up again in something else which was less proven. Um, Honeybook, HubSpot, and many more. And as I mentioned earlier, there are ones for specific industries like Studio Ninja for photographers, for example. And if you do want to try Dubsado, as I mentioned earlier on, I do have an affiliate code which gives me a very small commission and gives you 20% off. And you can find that in the show notes or it is beyondthekitchentable.co.uk slash Dubsado, D-U-B. S-A-D-O. And I'd love to know whether you use Dubsado and how you find it. And indeed, if you start using it, I'd love to know how you do find it. Um, I might do a follow-up episode um, to this at some point in the future. And if you use one of the others, um, you know, let me know what you, what you like and uh, uh, maybe what you don't like about it as well. I'm really interested to know. So that's it for this week. Hope you have a good week. Don't spend too much on Black Friday deals. <laughs> I've got one or two things I've got my eye on. And um, I will see you next week for another episode of the Website Coach Podcast. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business or scaling it. And see you next week.